Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we talk about what else? Winter weather. Hello, hello, hello. Well, I'll just cut right to the chase. Like most of the country, we have been socked with bad winter weather this week. I will just preface this by saying I feel awful for the people in Texas. We have been totally fine. Nothing like that. And of course, I have slogged my way through my share of miserable winter storms. But it is definitely a different experience in the South. So when we moved here, they were like, you know, leave all the winter stuff behind. You won't need it. If it does snow, even like an inch, everything will shut down. We were like, great, (laughs) fine with us. I appreciate, you know, the stoicism of New Englanders or whatever, but I did not appreciate being forced to go into work every time we got a foot or more of snow, including one great day a couple years ago where I got stuck in the middle of an intersection (laughs) at four o'clock in the morning and then got stuck in the parking lot when I tried to leave to go home. And then got stuck trying to get into my own driveway. <laughs> I think those were all on the same day. So, so yeah, shut it down. Sounds good to me. Okay. So I will say last winter, we got maybe an inch of snow one day and I wouldn't say it quite shut down. For one thing, it had all melted by lunchtime. Maybe it slowed down. So I guess we thought maybe it was somewhat of an exaggeration, but this week we have experienced the shutdown. Most notably, our road has not been plowed all week. I think maybe by like day three, we realized it probably wasn't going to be. (laughs) I think they just basically focus on the main roads and wait for the rest to melt. The good news about that is there is absolutely zero pressure on us to shovel anything. I think most people probably don't even have shovels. One lady in the neighborhood posted a video of her husband trying to sweep the snow with a big broom. We have not had trash pickup this week, and I haven't checked the mail since Tuesday, but the talk in the neighborhood was either that they were only doing certain streets or only delivering packages. Either way, today was the first time I've seen a mail truck stop in front of our house. No other deliveries, no curbside pickup, none of that. So the first big wave was sleet, like pound against your window sleet. We got probably a couple inches of that and a few different intervals, and then the next wave was a few inches of snow on top of that. So I have left the house twice all week, I think. The first time was for about 45 seconds on Sunday night. Everything was glazed over and I wanted to see how icy it was. So I went from the front door to the mailbox. (laughs) Maybe not my smartest move, but I made it. The second time was in between storms. I had obviously been tracking this thing like I was Al Roker's intern, and I knew there would be a little lull Tuesday afternoon to Wednesday afternoon. It was still freezing, but the temperature was supposed to hit 30 on Wednesday around lunchtime, so it seemed like that would be the best time to try to venture out for additional supplies, such as Cheez-Its and soda. (laughs) But at the same time, I felt like more people would make a run for it then too, and it concerned me a little bit to be surrounded by people who maybe didn't have a lot of experience driving in winter weather. I also didn't want to go alone in case I had to get out and push my car, and my husband couldn't go Wednesday, so Tuesday night it was. I would say that it was all a little impulsive. I had sweats on and I just shoved my feet into my boots without socks before he changed his mind. Also, I was like, I want to avoid driving in the dark as much as we can. It was like five o'clock. So once we decided, we had to go. So I run outside and start the car and left it running for like 10 minutes before I tried chiseling the ice off. 
I will say at least I have an ice scraper, which is not a given around here. I couldn't get the back of the car open, so I had to climb over the seats to get to it, but at least I had one. I couldn't scrape though. I kind of had to like hack it to get the chunks off and then scrape. I guess I was being kind of aggressive. My husband's like, don't break the windshield. (laughs) So we took turns. Meanwhile, under our feet was solid. Like you're just walking on top of this frozen ice and sleet. My husband's like, maybe this isn't the best idea. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. (laughs) My favorite line. Part of me felt like I was trying to prove to myself that I could still drive in snow, like it even matters. I think it was actually because I really did know that it would be our best chance for a few days. So I was like, I don't want to be sitting here on Thursday being like, why didn't we go when we had the chance? So we get the car cleared off first thing down. I knew our options were limited. One of the big grocery stores was closed and the other one was closing in like 20 minutes, but Target was open. Now the Target is super close, but it's also a road where if you go sliding, you're going to slide right into a creek or maybe a ditch. No, thank you. So I went the long way around and took the highway, which I figured would be a better driving experience anyway, and it was. The Target was open and we got pretty much everything we needed, but needless to say, The parking lot was not plowed, which we sort of forgot about when we tried pushing the cart to the car. (laughs) I mean, what a scene. My husband's pushing the cart and I grab the back of it and start pulling and we make it to the cart drop off and just carry the bags from there. So then we got back. Luckily, hardly anyone else was out, so that helped. It wasn't too bad. But then it snowed on top of all that ice and sleet the next day and we haven't left the house since. I feel like I'm not really missing anything because it's been freezing and so many places were either closed or out of stuff anyway, but the Trader Joe's supply in the freezer is running a little low, so maybe we'll venture out on Saturday. It's actually super sunny today, so it is tempting, but there's still so much frozen over, so we'll see. So I mentioned that I set up my Google Calendar at the beginning of the year to sort of provide some structure in our house, the word structure used loosely, of course. I completely abandoned that this week because I was like, it's a snow week. My husband's like, but how am I supposed to know what's going on? I was like, there's nothing going on. It's a snow week. (laughs) That is probably okay for a snow day or two, but not a snow week. So halfway through the week, I was like, okay, I'll start putting stuff in the schedule again. Maybe somewhat related, he sent me this article that he read from the Wall Street Journal that probably ties into that a little bit. It basically was like, we have physical fitness regimens, or you know, sort of, and we need mental fitness regimens too, especially of course with the way everything has been disrupted with COVID and now the usual winter blahs if you're stuck inside and can't really do anything. So there were 10 tips. I thought some of them were good. The first one was being consistent about sleep. I am not that good at that. I always want to stay up later ever since I was a little kid. I have started turning on this essential oil diffuser at night, though, when I remember, and maybe it's like a placebo or something, but it does seem to work like a charm. The next is to set a routine. They specifically mention having a morning routine, and I do have that. I have mentioned before that I started reading a few minutes of scripture on my phone before I can look at any of my apps, and I feel like that is a better way to start the day, even if I'm tired when I'm doing it. I have also started making this smoothie in the morning, and I sit in my chair downstairs and drink it while I catch up on everything else on the phone. I put it on the calendar as breakfast and news of the day, (laughs) and I usually do it at least a half hour later than it's scheduled, but it's on there. I alternate around with a couple different smoothies, but the one I've been making lately is a mishmash of a couple I've seen online. It's almond milk, cocoa powder, peanut butter oats, a little cinnamon, and a frozen banana. 
My husband thinks it looks disgusting and it makes a mess out of the blender, but I like it. Okay, so set a routine. Next is to calm your mind. Kind of the same thing they recommend with the other one, starting your day with something quiet like yoga, meditation, or prayer, and then doing little check-ins during the day. Next is to watch your language. (laughs) It's basically like using empowering language instead of the sky is falling language. I get to's instead of I have to's, things like that. I was like, I guess I need to stop saying things like, this is a total nightmare. (laughs) And are you kidding me? (laughs) Just kidding, sort of. Next, practice compassion. The story says, quote, research shows self-compassionate people are happier, more optimistic, more motivated, and more resilient. Yet too often we are mean to ourselves, which isn't that the truth. So treating yourself like you would treat a friend. Move your body. Lots of benefits to doing that. It helps with mood, fatigue, tension, lots of things. It says being out in nature is even better, which I do agree with, just not this week. (laughs) Create a media diet, basically setting limits with news and social media. That's hard because I'm a total news person. I keep trying to tell myself it's not going anywhere, which (laughs) sometimes works. Uh, what else? Choose activities wisely. Things that give you purpose, like doing something for someone else or things that make you feel accomplished. Cultivate supportive relationships. They say you should have a goal to reach out to at least one person a day. That's a good idea. And be grateful. That's also a good one. I talked last fall about a video President Nelson, the leader of my church, did about gratitude. It was really good. I'll link it again if you want to watch. What else from this week? I was very excited to see Serena Williams in the semifinals of the Australian Open and bummed to see her lose. She has been trying to tie slash break the record for all-time Grand Slam titles since her baby was born a couple years ago, and I really want to see her do it. I have to say, I don't play tennis, and I am not a hardcore tennis person, but I do love the Grand Slams. Also, we tried the Lady Gaga Oreos, and I did not think they were great. However, we both saw them sitting on the table today and decided to have one. And my husband was like, have these gotten better since we last tried them? (laughs) I was like, I think they have. (laughs) That is the effect of a snow week. And that is it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. I will see you next week.